When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, we are back with another Tomlin Tuesday and a Coach Tomlin press conference recap. This is Steel Curtain Network editor Dave Schofield coming at you. Man, we're about 12 hours away from last from when the Steelers came off the field. It was, I think, in all, it was a 13 hours from coming off the field to Mike Tomlin speaking again. So uh, and I mean, and he spoke after after the game. So less than 13 hours, just over 12. But guess what? Short week. Steelers are going on Sunday night football with Las Vegas. You got to keep rolling on. Coach Tomlin stepped to the podium. Lots to say. Lots of things to go over. So let's just dive right into it. Um, he's after he said good afternoon. It was how about that environment last night? Is what Coach Tomlin said. I don't know if that was a knock on week one or really just the appreciation of week two. But yeah, it was it was a sea of black and gold. That that was great. Um that um just lots of lots of things to to go over with this where he said, you know, they fought to the end, is what Coach Tomlin said, you know, about about the fight in the team. But he said they fell short in a lot of ways. Talked a lot of things about the offense. And he said they need their mojo back. They're not getting fluidity with their starts. But he also said they're not going to have a knee-jerk reaction with wholesale changes. But acknowledged two's a pattern. Two is a pattern. So he's saying they're, they're not going to overreact, but he's saying you have to react because this is two games now where the offense is what they are. It's like um that uh, it and <laughs> this was something. It's interesting. He said it again. So it starts with coaching. Okay. Uh, you have to get the players playing fast. Um, and then he says anticipation is a component of preparedness. I don't know about anyone else, but it kind of seems last week, Coach Tomlin called out Presley Harvard without saying his name, um, said the punting unit needs to be better. And yeah, there was some pressure on the one punt that wasn't very good. This one almost sounds like keeps talking about the offensive coaching and the preparedness and the anticipation. That to me sounds like calling out without calling someone by name. Um, but Coach Tomlin also said there's no secret for um, you know there, there's no secret formula. Uh, you just have to work and order to um, have have things come together. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, that was the other thing. He says you have to work and be honest with each other. Just another interesting way to, to phrase things. Um, when he went to talk about the defense, he said communication was better, um, but there's room for growth. He talks about how tough it is to communicate on defense at home. And Coach Tom's even saying, you know, it'll be nice to get in a, in a visiting stadium to where the defensive communication can be easier. Um, talked about that last week. Um, 
they said that they're having an issue with stopping explosive runs. You know, it is what it is. And he says they have to find their footing on this side of being without Cam Hayward. Thought that was an interesting way to put it. Talked about field position with some of that. So we didn't really outline special teams specifically, but he said about, um, about you know being able you know being able to, to to be put in a good field position situation. All right. So then Coach Tom went on to talk about injury. There was three injuries that Coach Tomlin brought up specifically. The one was uh, uh, Gunnar uh, Olszewski. He says he is in the concussion protocol. Uh, then also said about you know Mika Fitzpatrick. They took him to the hospital as a precautionary measure. Had a chest injury, but got positive reports about Minka with everything going forward. And then he said about a Landon Roberts, had a stinger in game, um, was able to come back and play some, but something with the stinger is that you have to regain your strength. So we'll see how that goes in the early portions of the week. And to go with injuries, he wanted to make sure he, he brought up some well wishes to, to Mr. Chubb. Uh, much respect there. And they don't like to see catastrophic injuries on either side of the ball. They're all part of that fraternity. And that's not one thing they want to see. He went on to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. He says their um, their offense. They have dangerous eligibles. Seems like he says that all the time, though. Uh, you got to deal with Jacobs while trying to 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 contain. Uh, I think he said he said the number. It's it's Adams is what he said. Um, that they're very good in play action, and but one thing he also said with them is there is familiarity because they play these guys a lot. Um, you know, playing them pretty much once each season. On defense, he says it starts with Crosby. Um, well, he said guys like Crosby, but he's the one who, who he brought up um, by name. And he says, but they've, they've seen guys like him through two weeks, but he's another one in that category after seeing Bosa and Garrett. Went on and talked glowingly a long time about Robert Spillane being in the middle. Uh, I'm not, not going to go into that too much about what, what he's doing there. Um, talked about their nickel Hobbs. He says they play, he plays a com complete game and it allows them to play a nickel a lot. He's like, he's one of those special guys. That's a good tacker tackler, good blitzer, good against the run. So you can play in, you can stay in your nickel more. And, uh, did talk about that. They have some good play at the corner. Um, he says, but this is more about the Steelers and their upward trajectory and, you know, they're going on the road, got to go through a couple time zones on a short week. It's a challenge, but he embraces it. All right. So there was that. Now we're going to go ahead and look at the questions that he was asked during this time. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. So stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, Steeler fans, here we go. Here are some of the questions that were asked of Coach Tomlin in Tuesday's press conference. Uh, was was asked specifically, hey, what, what do you mean? How, how does the offense get the mo their mojo back? And he says, you know, got to get yourself in good circumstances and you have to perform, perform there. Um, kept Two different words he kept saying about the offense. Procedure. Uh, he kept using the word procedure. He uses it again later. And once again, 
Specifically when asked about the offense, Coach Tomlin continues to bring up the word coaching. He keeps bringing up the word coaching specifically with offense at least three times, I have to say, throughout the press conference. Very interesting. Okay, was asked about Jalen Warren and his contributions, and he's like, he's a significant contributor. Um, he's making plays and asked about getting him involved. He's like, uh, you have, you know, we'll we'll come up with a game plan, and based on that plan, we'll see how we utilize different people. But uh, he is someone who is showing himself to be worthy of being involved with that. Uh, was asked, you know, about other, um, um. Says, uh, what is it? The uh, young skilled, young skilled players and everything. It says how they can't paralyze you. I don't even remember what that was. I'm sorry. Was asked about uh, playing fast, and if that also includes using tempo. He says it, it is both. It's the players going faster and the tempo of say both the play and the operation. Once again, talks about the operation and getting the plays in. It kind of seems like some calling out going on here. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Okay, was asked um, about the you know the their run game through two games. He's like, um, it's not what they desire. He said there was they were not in a good situation to run the ball in week one, and in week two there was too much negativity, especially early. Um, was um, was um, I, can't, I can't remember the question here, and I can't read my writing. And I'm, I'm sorry, but it was another situation where Coach Tallin brought up procedure procedure with stuff uh was asked some questions specifically about minka and he's like they're like is he in the hospital he could Thomas said he was out of the hospital i don't know why they even asked that question but he's like no he's in the training room right now and they were cast you know asked him more he's like it was precautionary because it was a chest injury they wanted to make sure everything was all right and the 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 news is is he's he he's good okay then he was asked about you know anticipate what the other team is going to do. Can you do that on offense? Cause coach Thomas talked about anticipation, but talked about with, with the defense. He said, you need to anticipate what they could do and you have to make the adjustments. So um, it was also about, is there anything he could do to accelerate the, the change on offense? And he's like, you know, he says it depends on the on the on the complexity on how much you can accelerate that, whether it's more a continual growth thing or a really or a really big thing to, to make a big jump. Um, didn't really get into it that much. Um, th- then he was asked if you know if they've put too much emphasis on stopping the big name guys on on slowing down Bosa on slowing down Garrett. Is that leaving them susceptible to other things? Um, and he said, no, we've got to multitask. We've got to be able to, to, to target what's going on, you know, the, a, a key person on the defense and be able to stop other things too. You've got to multitask. I uh, was asked about um, George Pickens having 10 targets and if that was a byproduct of Deontay Johnson. And he's like, yeah, he's like, but it's different circumstances at different times based on looks they're giving you and game plans and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I've, I mean, in essence, he's like, yeah. You know, somebody does, especially my goodness. They only targeted one tight end one time all night. Somebody had to be targeted. Uh, was asked about the kickoff with Gunnar O and asked if he spoke to him about it. And he's like, uh, did not. Sometimes things aren't even worth having a conversation. In other words, he screwed up. He knows he screwed up. I don't even have to tell him he screwed up. It was so bad. Uh, that's the way I read that one from Coach Tomlin. Uh, more about Kenny Pickett, um, about, um, what, what he needs to do. He's like, he's got to continue to work in order to play better. Um, 
but he's like he's doing he's doing good things procedurally with preparing himself and that you would hope would kick in to 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 have a better performance on the field all right uh was asked about the fire canada chance and coach tomlin and the way only coach tomlin does things how does he spin it this is what he says he says he appreciates the passion of the fan base um and really took that time didn't want to address anything with didn't even want acknowledge the name canada but instead talked about the fans and he's like he wants them to be fat and sassy and spoiled it's what coach Solomon said that uh that they should expect more is and that's what he was saying by that uh was asked a question about a de- defensive lineman that i couldn't hear i'm pretty sure it was montrevious adams because the question said about getting a, a a forced fumble so i'm pretty sure it was adams it could have been ogan joby um I'm not, but I'm not sure which one it was asked. Um, he said that um, they did well and keep getting better. That's why I think it was Adams. Um, but it could have been Ogunjobi. I'm sorry, I just couldn't hear the question. Uh, more Kenny Pickett, um, um, and he just said about um, various, you know, with the circumstances there. He's like, you know, just got to perform better. Was asked about challenging the Watson fumble, and if he was thought maybe it would change change the. Uh, if he thought it was a bad spot or whatever, he's like, "Oh no, I knew he fumbled. That's why we challenged." Um, I was, I, I didn't know for sure the Steelers recovered it. That was my thing. Um, but uh, hey, they won a challenge for the first time in forever. Don't worry, we'll they'll talk about the other one later on. Uh, asked about you know TJ, what makes TJ Watt so special? He's like TJ, his DNA, and then he listed off a bunch of other things. With that, but uh, I kind of like those responses. Was asked about you know the the secondary coming together with a lot of new different pieces, um, and that's what he says. He's like they don't have uh, collective experience. That's what they're still building on. Was asked about the other safety stepping up with Minka going out. He's like he liked their efforts, and it is a multiple man job as we saw how they try to do things. Was asked about Alex Highsmith being in coverage, um, and you know two different times now they. Because there was the the play in the preseason against Diggs uh, was brought up, and then you know being in coverage and getting the interception return for a touchdown the first play, and Coach Tom says I appreciate I appreciate his coverage. We're going to ask him to drop into coverage occasionally, just like T.J. Watt. But but make make no mistake about it, we pay him to get to the quarterback. So having that that coverage is great, but. That's just one of those other things he has to do along the way. His primary job is getting to the quarterback. Uh, then Coach Tom was asked about that second challenge. And uh, if if what they showed on the scoreboard played into it. Mark Caballi asked this question. Mark Caballi brought this up on Twitter. But before he even did, my brother, who's at the game, texted me and said, the, the scoreboard screwed Tomlin. They didn't even show the first foot being down. They only showed the last two. Well, Coach Tomlin says whether that was his second foot or third foot, he thought the third foot might have been the second foot based on possession of the ball from a good play by the defender. He thought in that in that big moment, that was something that was worth taking a look at to make sure it was correct because he thought maybe there wasn't full possession when that other foot was down, and therefore what they ruled being the, that third foot being out was actually the second foot based on possession. Didn't work out that way is what it is. Uh, then he was asked about, um, I, I really like this one. 
He was asked about the, the, the timeout at the end of the first half. He was specifically asked about not taking the timeout right away to give his offense some time. Or if the game plan was to just, hey, get to the half and wasn't worried about trying to do something, something there. Uh, in typical Coach Tomlin fashion, he did not answer the question that was asked because he didn't like the question that was asked because it made him look like a fool because he was a fool for not calling a timeout sooner and giving your offense some time. I don't know if he was a fool, but he was definitely playing in his, living in his fears. He did he had a fear of the offense going out one last time with less than a minute left left in the half. When the Steelers could have called a timeout with about 55 seconds left, nope, didn't do it. They let about 30 seconds run off the clock. Then they called a timeout on the field goal. And this is what Coach Tallman said. He said that timeout was all about making sure we had the proper field goal block set up right in order to execute on that play. That was all about that play. Well, if you're focusing – I'm sorry, this is me going off a little bit. If you're focusing on that play, Coach, then that's awful clock management. Okay? You ignored the clock management if you issue to talk about the play rather than acknowledge your F-minus in clock management at the end of the first half, yet again, okay? Coach Tom does a lot of nice things as a coach, and he has a lot of shortcomings. Clock management, particularly at the end of the first half, is definitely another one that has carried over from last season. He proved it last night. All right, but who knows? Maybe he was right. Maybe the offense comes out and turns the ball over again, and they get another field goal or touchdown before the half. Hindsight's always 20-20. So, but hey, the Steelers won the game. If they didn't, and we could go back and look at that, uh, trust me, I definitely would have brought that up um, as, as being outraged on various podcasts or on the editorial side. And one last thing was asked about being on a short week. He says it's always a challenge, but you always got to move forward, embracing it. That's what they want to do when it comes to that challenge of the short week now with the, playing a game on Monday. All right. So that was everything as much as I could do after running on only a couple hours sleep from last night after the game, whoo, quick turnaround, but we will continue to have that quick turnaround on our podcasts. Uh, I will be on tonight with my brother at approximately nine o'clock for the Scobro show live on YouTube or Facebook. If you want to join us there, uh, we did have uh, Jeff Hartman had a winners and losers special. Let's ride Tuesday edition. That was out this morning. The um, uh, Brian and, and KT Smith, did their, I'm trying to remember, here we go. Boy, I'm really tired. Here we go, the Steelers show. Um, was That ran rather than first thing in the morning. It, it ran in the late morning to try to spread stuff out. Then you have this. You still will have a Steelers fix. It is going a little bit later this afternoon. And then, as I said, Scobro tonight. There is no Steelers hangover. Daniel J was at the game. And with the compressed week, uh, we're just moving on. And, and that'll be back next Monday. Whew. There we go. Steelers win 26-22. Yeah, lots of stuff to talk about. That's important. But because of the short week, you can't really embrace that win. You got to be able to just roll on and focus on the Las Vegas Raiders heading out there. That's what this Tom and Tuesday did. So there we go. Make sure you're checking out steelcurdnetwork.com for all your editorial needs. Uh, all kinds of good stuff coming there. Just breakdown of the game and preparing for the next week. And as I always say, to close these out, go Steelers.